Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Today's story is It's No Place to Hide. Johnny, Teddy, and Grant kept getting in Mother's way all morning long as she tried to get her housework done. Finally, Mother said, Why don't you boys run outside to play? Before long, it will be time for me to fix lunch, and if you're good, I'll have a surprise for you. I know what it is, Johnny shouted. So do I, Teddy chimed in. It's ice cream that you made in our new refrigerator. Mother smiled and shooed the boys outside, saying as she did so, Keep an eye on Grant, won't you? Grant was five years old, the baby of the family, and small for his age. Often, Johnny and Teddy wished he were older so that he could join in their games better. But today that didn't matter, for their cousin would soon arrive to visit the boys and stay for lunch, and before long he had come, and what fun they had. And to top it all off, there was to be ice cream for lunch. "'Not it for hide-and-seek!' Teddy yelled. "'Not it!' "'Not it!' the older boys shouted quickly. So Grant was left to be it. After they decided where home base was to be, Grant hid his face and counted out loud. One, two, three, four, right up to ten, and then he started all over again, for Grant didn't go to school and couldn't count any further. After the older boys had plenty of time to hide, Grant started searching. Two of them sneaked in free, but Teddy was caught, so now Grant would have a turn to hide. When it's my turn, I'm going to hide in the old icebox, he said to himself. They will never think to look for me out here in the backyard where Daddy brought this icebox yesterday. No sooner said than done. Grant watched until the boys were out of sight, then he opened the door and crept in. The door gave a rather final and firm click behind him, and he felt a bit scared. It was so dark and quiet in there. He waited only a short time before he called to be let out. Then, finally, he put his cramped knees against the door and pushed, but it didn't open. It didn't move one bit. Meanwhile, the boys were found, and, search as they would, they couldn't find Grant. He's probably gone over to play with Keith, Teddy said. He did that last time we played hide-and-seek. They were just starting to play on the swings when Mother called, Lunch is ready, boys! My, what a scramble for the bathroom there was to wash up for lunch, but when they heard Mother call, Boys, where's Grant? They all filed back into the kitchen. Mother hardly waited for an answer before she was running down the back steps, two or three at a time, straight for the old icebox that the junk man had not come for yet. The boys watched in amazement and horror as she swung the heavy door wide and lifted out poor Grant, who was very, very still. The boys thought he was dead, and Teddy started to cry, but he was cut short as Mother shouted, "'Johnny, call Dr. Ross quickly, and then call the rescue squad and tell them what has happened. Hurry!' She sounded as if she were going to cry, too. As she talked, she laid Grant face down, head turned sideways on the lawn, bent over his body, and started to press on the sides of his chest. One, two, three, four. That was to help Grant get fresh, pure air into his lungs and start him breathing again. Grant had been in the old icebox so long that he had breathed up all the good air inside of it, and after all the good air was used up, he fell into a very deep sleep and stopped breathing. That's the way Mother had found him. If she didn't push on his chest like that to get the good air into his lungs again quickly— he might never again have awakened. With every push on his chest, Mother prayed, Dear God, if it be thy will, please help the air to get into Grant's lungs and bloodstream before it is too late. 
It seemed that Dr. Ross arrived as soon as the rescue squad's inhalator truck, and it wasn't long before Grant opened his eyes and smiled weakly at Mother. They took him inside and put him in bed to rest. "'You saved his life, Mrs. Vickers,' Dr. Ross said to Mother, but she replied quietly, "'No, Doctor. God did.' Needless to say, the four boys didn't need to be told never, never to hide in an icebox— they could see that to get themselves into a place without proper air was far, far too dangerous. The story you've heard today was first published as part of the Vacation Bible School program in the book God's World by the Review and Herald Publishing Association and the General Conference Sabbath School Department. If you are interested in any other products published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.